What's going on, everybody? It's the Welcome to the Show podcast. <laughs> yeah, we back. Take that, take that, take that. We are back. Yep. We Manny, is. what's up? Nothing much, man. You know, it's another You're Monday. Manny. I'm CT, and this is the Welcome to the Show podcast. What's up, CT? What's up? You know, things. A little bit of this, a yeah. little bit of that. How was your weekend? My weekend was... How was my weekend? That's a great question. I mm, didn't mean to put you on the spot there, man. I don't know how much you, information you want to share with the with the publico. Uh, so, let's see. Not much happened this weekend. Weather was kind of shitty out here. So, mm-hmm, a lot, mm-hmm. lot, lot of staying at home, if you know what I mean. Did you cry <clears throat> watching the Giants game? Did I cry watching the Giants game? No, but it was the perfect... The perfect farewell to the one and only Elijah Manning. I don't even know if that's his full name, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna call him that. The Book of Eli. That's him, man. Greatest quarterback in New York sports history. Challenge me he on threw, that. He threw three picks. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, man. Eli. It was perfect, Finally, man. Uh, yeah. I'm happy for you, man. He got the perfect send off, got the victory. The, the 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 crowd got an opportunity to you know applaud say thank you mm-hmm. and he got you know he was a little emotional in ways that we haven't seen Eli be emotional at the end of that game which is kind of nice yeah you know that's that's pretty cool that pretty is pretty cool, cool. so CT I got the twenty three and me test done oh so that just so we're clear that's that's a test that shows you your your lineage like your your background there's what yeah you're made, what you're made out of pretty much yeah and it, it touches on a lot of stuff too it uses uh your genetics to kind of predict certain things about you and a lot of it is very accurate and certain things that you may have which is kind of scary but um in terms of my lineage my ancestry composition as 23 and me calls it it was pretty much what I expected it to be. There were some surprising things, but as you guys may already know, CT and I are cousins, and we are both first-generation Americans. Our parents are both born and raised in the Dominican Republic. So with that being said, <clears throat> people from these ki- these these countries in the Caribbean, DR, Puerto Rico, Cuba, Cuba, Jamaica, so on and so forth, a lot of the lineage comes from Europe, Africa, uh, Native American, so on. You know, mm-hmm. we're pretty much mulattoes, except for for Jamaica. In Jamaica, they're for the most part they're of African descent. But anyway, so that's kind that 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 was my genetic composition was sixty four point seven percent European uh, to be expected. They colonized the islands, killed the k- killed the Native Americans, all right, all right. brought the slaves. We don't, get, we don't need to get into all this, uh, you know, bloodshed. And, and then <laughs> we got we got some sub-Saharan African. And we got Native American. Those are the three main ones. Nice. Yeah, man. So I guess in my case, I would have like more Native American or more African, depending on where I got this brown skin from. I would guess on your mom's end, you guys don't know CT's mom, but CT's mom is is of the fair complexion, if you know what I mean. And Mm -hmm. uh, so I would would guess, and I think her father was our grandmother's uh, brother, right? Yep. Okay, so... From my understanding, our grandmother knows that she has European descendants. Like she knew 
that there was a Spaniard somewhere in there. And that's that's the part of Europe that we're uh we're focused on. It's it's uh Spanish and Portuguese in that area. What surprised yeah. me was the thing that surprised me wasn't so much that this was you know that that it wasn't surprising it was that they also can predict they can predict based on your genetics what region of the of the country that your parents are from is and they fucking pinpointed that shit they it went straight to santiago province in the dominican republic that shit fucking scares me i mean yeah that is, that is kind of scary in a way right cuz like <laughs> how do they know that i think it's because of of different parts of the island have different well, I mean, that's obvious. Different genetic components. And you could see it just driving through the DR. When you get to the capital, the people are, for the most part, they're black. They're Afro-Dominicans. But when you get to the Santiago area, there's a lot more fair-skinned people. So, Well, yeah, but what does that have to do with, you know, I, I mean, so I pinpointed you to that location, like, to the day or to, like... Not to the day, just that my genetic composition, given that, given that I have this genetic, well, you know what? Now that you say that, that's pretty fucking scary because couldn't I be from Puerto Rico or couldn't I be from Cuba, right? Yeah, could it, couldn't you could your parents had just had you in like in that area and moved somewhere else and had your sister in another area and so on and so forth, you know, like what does that have to do? Now if you're telling me that they have records of previous people that took the test that migrated to that spot and they have like records or something, then that would make more sense, but I'm curious to know what your genetics, you know, I don't know. I think Weird. that so yeah so they do connect you with people that have taken the test that you share um, similar genetic qualities with. God damn, our listeners are probably turning this shit off right now. So no, I'm guessing based on that, all the data that they have, they can eliminate a lot of shit. Like I've had a couple of people reach out already that that are part of the family that um, we share, gen- you know, genes and apparently we're relatives distant relatives maybe second third cousins i found out that i have a cousin that lives in or second cousin that lives in france born and raised in france like what the fuck that's crazy can't i can't picture dominican in france it's just me i mean i have an uncle that lives in spain an aunt and uncle that lives in spain so you're talking about so we're really gonna lose our listeners right now eddie right that's what you're talking about yeah 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 yes but that's because he was born in dr and he moved to spain later on this oh, you're person, saying that you're saying that you actually have a cousin who's who's if he traces it back, he's still he's France. He's all France all the way through. No, no, no. He, so this is this cousin was born and raised in France. And I, I doubt that they even know they they probably know that they're Dominican, but I can't imagine that. They, well, you know what? Fuck, man. We well, have to man, cut all this out because this this might be just a a, a family section. But nah, I know that in the, I know that in the campo that we're, our families from the countryside that our families from there is a cabin that's owned by a French, uh, by a Frenchman. So I wonder if that's the person. Well, I don't know, man. I think we're getting really off topic, but before I, before we move on, let me just ask you this. Does any part of you, is any part of you afraid that you just gave up your DNA for possible future human cloning and, you know, artificial intelligence? Absolutely. You, You might be, you might be the replica for the next Terminator. Like, are you aware of that? I am aware of that. However, ladies and gentlemen of the audience who's listening, if they're going to use my genes to create the next Terminator, you guys are just fine. You have nothing to worry about. I mean, for all you know, they're only going to take the good parts of your gene, like, you know, your height, your brain, <laughs> uh, 
beautiful face. You guys are gonna be just fine if they clone me, guys. Don't you uh, worry. Okay. The humanity <clears throat> will will persist. I mean, what if they use you? What if they use your DNA to frame like you know, frame me for murder? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I might do that, man. I might do the twenty three and me, <laughs> but I might find like you know the cheaper version, like you know. Like 15 and 15 and me. <laughs> 15 and you. <laughs> they only give me like the 15 data points. Or 11 and a half and you. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, CT, a lot, lot happening in the world of sports yes. and pop culture. Yes, man. Yes. Please. There's a lot what, happening. What would you like to get into first? Let's, um, since you asked me about Eli, why don't we just stick to football and then we'll jump into baseball? Okay. All right. CT, I have a question for you. Um, yes. Do you consider Eli Manning to be the best quarterback in New York football history? Yes. Okay. The conversation's over. Next question. <laughs> well, wait, wait. First of all, <laughs> I only know him and all the quarterbacks that the Jets have, you know, destroyed mm-hmm. in the last decade. So besides him, uh, Joe Namath, I guess, mm-hmm. is the other one. But Phil besides Sims. that, Phil Sims. See, I didn't really know he was a New York quarterback until you just confirmed that. For uh, me. Yeah, th- there's been a lot of Kerry Collins, um, Kurt, Kurt Warner was a quarterback for the Giants for a couple of years, not for that long. Yeah, I don't really um, consider him like New York like that. Like, nah, yeah, I agree. There's been a lot of, you know, legendary New York quarterbacks, but they've played with other teams too. Um, I mean, what's his name? Pa- played for the Jets. Um, wow. The Gunslinger. The Gunslinger, Brett Bre- Barb. Brett Bob. Yeah. Played. Played for the Jets. Sure did. But um, with Eli, the biggest knock is that he he has a sub-500 record. But like I, as I feel about pitchers, and we're not going to get into kill the win CT, all right? So don't even try it. Um, don't you, I don't just, you try it. Don't tell me not to try it. You don't try it, <laughs> mister. I just can't put – I just can't – you can put some of that on Eli for sure. But since that second – Super Bowl, the team that that's been put around Eli Manning has, for the most part, sucked. So, I can't really blame him all the way for that sub five hundred record. Yeah. Um, he's has he has the best completion percentage of any quarterback that I could search for that has played for the Giants. He has three hundred and sixty six TDs, two hundred and forty four interceptions. Whereas someone like Joe Namath, who's a Hall of Famer, had one hundred and seventy three TDs and two hundred and twenty interceptions. Eli won two Super Bowls. Namath only won one, for example. Um, and one stat that really kind of solidified how I feel about Eli, I always thought he was a very clutch quarterback, perfect in that two minute offense where, you know, no huddle offense. Um, he has 27 fourth quarter comebacks, whereas guys like Joe Namath only had 15 and Sims only had 11. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and in terms of NFL, the NFL.com rating for quarterbacks, he also has a much higher ratings than those other quarterbacks that I had mentioned before. So to me, Eli Manning is the best quarterback in New York football history. I don't know. I don't know if that really says all that much because, to be honest, New York football kind of sucks uh, if we look at the history of it. Um, but you know, to move into the next thing, I think he's a. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's a first yeah, ballot too. Hall of Famer. I don't even know if that exists in football. First ballot, second it does. ballot. It does. Okay. Well, he belongs in it. As soon as he's eligible, he should be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think Eli Manning, obviously, like since our most recent memory of him is, you know, the atrocious Giants for the last six years or whatever, how long it's been. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to overlook that, but I still think like the numbers don't lie. He did win two Super Bowl, two Super Bowl MVPs. 
I think that's first ballot worthy. Um, and yeah, the comeback says it all. So congratulations, Manny. Thank you, man. God bless. And now we move on to the next generation of Giants football. Who the hell knows what that's going to look like? I just hope they don't become the Knicks of the NFL. Yeah. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of football is the playoff picture. <clears throat> so a lot of a lot of things became clear this weekend, week uh, week fourteen of the NFL, um, and that's teams that have clinched playoff berths. And your Buffalo Bills, congratulations, CT. Yes, are playoff bound. <sighs> how how does that? How do you how do you feel? How do you feel today, CT? CT. I feel good, but. For anyone who knows me, I, I've been calling a Bills championship by twenty twenty five, last the last couple of years. Okay, and I think we're on we're on we're on pace to do that. It'd be cool if they could just do it this year and save me the you know the following years of of heartache if it doesn't happen. It'd be cool if we can just go on a run and do what the Giants did that one year or the two years that they won it. I guess. Um, you mean but, win win legitimately? Is that what you mean? <clears throat> yeah. Sure. Okay. Whatever. What I meant, what I meant was that the Giants were both those years. That both those years, the Giants were the wild card team, were they not? Facts. Okay, that that's all I meant by that. Let us, we're the wild card team. I mean, this is assuming that we lose to the Patriots, which who knows what schemes they're pulling over there and how you know they they see us twice a year, all these years. They probably have cameras in our stadium filming our our practices and stuff. Cheating bastards. Cheating but, bastards. Thank you. You got ahead yeah. of me on that. Yeah, I I almost heard it on your breath. It's like <laughs> I knew you were gonna. I knew the word bastard was gonna come yeah. <laughs> come out of your mouth. Yeah, man, I like the Bills. I love the Bills. Um, I I wish that they could go on this magical run, but Josh Allen is just so you know frustrating to watch sometimes that I don't see them beating some of these other teams that are currently already clinched in the playoffs. Mm. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. So who who do you want to face in if okay so if you go to the, if you um you are the wild card team who do you want to face in the wild card game so there's a couple of options right now the Bills and the Chiefs have clinched wild, uh, a playoff berth um I think it's Chiefs Chiefs clinched the uh, division okay so they're definitely yeah. in the in the postseason regardless but they're they're according to NFL.com they're a wild card right now yeah. Okay, so oh, who, okay, so who would you rather face, the Texans, or who else is in the hunt here? The Steelers, the Titans, Colts, Browns, Raiders, Steelers. Oh wait, the Browns, the Browns are still in it. They're still in the hunt, allegedly, oh, according God. to NFL.com. Give me the Browns or the Steelers. I know the Steelers played a. I mean, T.J. Watt last night in that game mm-hmm. wasn't was insane. But give me the Steelers because Duck Hodges was terrible. And I feel like we can definitely, you know, handle them. But also give me the Browns, even though they beat us. I feel like we're we're playing differently now. And also we lost that Browns game because of our kicker. So and give me those two teams. The, the, what's, what's fascinating to me about the Browns is that they have, you know, Baker Mayfield or not, they have a squad. Um, yeah. And they should be much better than they are. Their running yep. back is one of the top running backs in the game. What the fuck is his name? Hub. Uh, what's his name? Bradley. No, not Brad, Bradley Chubb. Chubb. Nick there Chubb. it is. I said Hub. Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb. There it is. Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the game. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is as much of a whining little bitch he is. He's pretty freaking elite. 
You got a nice receiving core. I think the only problem is Baker Mayfield, but he could he could turn it on in, on any given week. So if they get in, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a competitive team to face. Um, although I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna make it. There's no way. Yeah. I, I, there, it says NFL.com claims claims that they're in the hunt, but the chances I would imagine are are slim to none at this point. You know, for an organization that's like the richest sports organization in history and continue will continue to be that. I find NFL.com pretty hard to navigate. Do you? NFL.com sucks, man. Yeah, man. Like, come on, guys. Get it together. <laughs> hire, some, hire some developers. I think, it's be- shit. I think it's because nobody goes to NFL.com for news. I just, I, I go, I like their playoff picture site because it, it breaks it down pretty easily for you. It's just not nice looking. It's ugly. Yeah. Um. All right. And here, yeah. And here's one, here's one quick question about this playoff picture thing. Yes, yes sir. Why are the Eagles still in the hunt, but the but the Cowboys are not in this the picture. Cow- the Cowboys are so. If the season were to end today, they're a wild card. Yeah, but they're not in the in the hunt. You know. Let's have a picture look that I'm looking at here. Beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> well, they're not eliminated either. So if they're not if they're not listed as eliminated, they're they're either clinched or they're tied or something like that. Yeah. Um, teams that are in the hunt don't have a playoff position. But they're not eliminated either. Okay. I mean, I come it. on, CT. Use your brain. Jesus. My bad. My bad. It's okay. Um, who, all right. So if let's say by some miracle you win the wild card game, um, <clears throat> who would you rather face, Pats or Ravens? Ravens. Really? Yeah, man. If you watch that game against the Ravens, we we did, we we handled Josh, um, Lamar Jackson. We handled him. Okay. And we will do it again. We're 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 gonna we're gonna be such so heavily uh, underdogs in that game that I just know my defense, my Bills defense, is gonna take care of business, Manny. Okay, good for you. All right. I just think this season is is the Ravens to lose. Yeah, I don't see them winning it. It's, it just seems too easy. Like ten wins, they have they're on a ten game winning streak. I think. Yeah. That's insane. Like I I don't know. It it seems does the best team always win it? I mean the Pats, you know. Yeah, but st- I'm talking about regular season statistically. When's the last time the Pats were the best regular season statistically? When were they la- when were they the last best regular season team? I think the Chiefs were one of the best regular season teams last year and mm. they the Pats took Patrick Mahomes out of the game or was it Patrick Mahomes or uh their gazelle of a wide receiver, the guy that runs like a cheetah. I'll take your uh, I'll take your word for it, man. Just saying, man. All right. If the Ravens run into the Bills in the playoffs, you heard it here first, December sixteenth. The Bills will take care of business. <laughs> can't even. I can't even finish the sentence. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna write this down just so I can rub it in your face. All right. Um, okay. What else did we want to get into in terms of the NFL? Um, the Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon has been suspended indefinitely for violating NFL substance abuse policy. CT, could you give us more information on this? Because this is the first I'm hearing about it. Yeah, he was recently reinstated by the NFL for, you know, for smoking too much weed. So I don't know if you remember this, but hmm. he was banned from the NFL because he got caught, I think, three t- thrice times. Wow, thrice, for, good word. Yeah, <laughs> for smoking <laughs> weed. This time he he's uh, suspended for violating the substance abuse, which is probably weed is also probably in there. But this was for PDs. Ooh. And I don't know too much more about that because I didn't read into it too much. I just saw Josh Gordon suspended. Immediately thought it was weed. Turns out it's PDs. Wow. 
Yeah. That's all, that's that's all I know. But he's having a pretty decent season with the Seahawks. That's a that's a pretty that's a blow for the Seahawks. Yeah. For the uh the the number one seed in the NFC so far, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. See the Seahawks to me are like the legit. I think they're legit. Russell Wilson, myself, you know. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. He's really he's legit. Yep, I agree. Um in other news, when we spoke about the Browns before I wanted to bring this up, but uh wide receiver Jarvis Landry apparently allegedly yells quote come get me to the cardinals sideline during their loss on sunday uh this is what people were saying that Odell beckham was telling teams earlier this year come get me Mm -hmm. um yeah this is why i don't see the browns as a threat at all it seems like it seems like he got into a little bit of altercation with and it seems he got into a little bit of an argument with Freddie Kitchens where he wants he wanted to be more involved in the offense and of course if you're if you're the Browns why wouldn't you want Jarvis Landry to get involved he's pretty good um so yeah looks like the Browns are just a dysfunctional franchise they are the dysfunctional franchise that we thought yeah there's too many too many divas on that team but yeah speaking of that i would never get caught saying come get me i would never be caught doing anything like that if i I felt like i feel like if i was an athlete during a regular season when you guys are quote-unquote in the hunt i would never be caught doing doing shit like this would you like this is just seems like really girly yeah i i it's surprising that that would happen in a in a professional football team but i guess you know it's no surprise that the browns are you know when's the last time they won a super bowl have they ever won a super bowl i have no idea but they have a pretty you know loyal fan base they do because they're one yeah. of the, i think they're one of the original nfl teams hmm. um let's see championships 1964 nfl championship game hmm nearly dominating the nfl in the 1950s and won one more nfl championship in 1964 the team has yet to appear in a super bowl however <sighs> wikipedia um last nfl story before we move into the greatest sport in, in, in on earth baseball um the giants cut janoris jenkins for using the r word in a tweet and um i'm Say not the gonna, word man i'm not gonna lie man i i uh i've used the word before Same. um and i was a special education teacher in new york city for seven years and after teaching i try really hard not to say that word but it comes out here and there and yeah that's on me um as a professional athlete who gets paid paid millions of dollars i don't want to be a hypocrite but you should try your best not to um use words like that and i think the problem with janoris jenkins isn't necessarily that he used a word it's that he wouldn't take he wouldn't take responsibility after he used the word he started blaming the culture for using the word no fuck that shit it's not about the culture you fucked up you used you used a word that you shouldn't have used say sorry i apologize i made a mistake don't say it again and instead he kind of doubled down on it and then to top yeah. it off the giants in, in some way kind of rewarded him by cutting him because now he's a, now he's with the <laughs> with the new orleans saints he's playoff bound yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not going to I'm going to keep it as real as I can keep it with this whole situation. I don't think the Giants should have cut him. I don't think people should I mean, it's not a word that I would use as a professional athlete, but I also think that he used the word. He didn't want to apologize for it. That shouldn't really come into play with his professional career. I mean, do we 
is it is Janoris Jenkins like running for the Nobel Peace Prize or something? Is he like the spokesman for the Giants like, you know, team of, you know, relations or something? Because I feel like we have to stop getting upset when other humans do the things that we do, kind of, you know, like I don't necessarily agree that he should have been cut for that, for not apologizing. He's just he's what it's whatever. Like he's a guy. He used the word. I'm pretty sure he doesn't hate or, you know, feel like some sort of some sort of foul way towards people that have that condition. But that's just my opinion, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But like I said, I think I don't think it's so much that he used the word. I think it's how he handled it after. I mean, if you fuck up and you use the wrong word to describe a situation or or whatever, you know, and you see that maybe a group of people might have gotten offended by it or whatever. Are you just going to double down and say, oh, it's my culture. It's my culture. It's because this is how we no, talk but- in the streets. Or are you going to say, you know, you're right. I shouldn't have used that term. I've never considered that maybe I could have offended someone. I'll in the in the future I'm going to try my best not to, you know. You could you can apologize without apologize without yeah. apologizing. Yeah, yeah, I think he should have and I would have, but but the fact that he like okay, here's how I'm looking at it. He didn't want to apologize. We're asking for an apology. Now we're making him apologize. I don't think anyone should make anyone say anything. He can say whatever he wants. I mean, it is his right to say whatever he wants yeah. even if we don't agree with it. That's just leave it at that. So he doesn't con- want to conversely uh, an NFL franchise can cut you if they want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's my thing. Did it say in his contract that he's not allowed to say this word? If that's the case, okay, but if he if they just cut him and the NFL itself isn't going to suspend him cuz another team clearly just picked him up, mm-hmm. then what was the point, yeah. you know? The, well, yeah, like I said, in, in, in and, the end cutting him was kind of a reward because now he's going to a, to a Super Bowl contending team with, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in football. Not that, you know, it matters for him who the quarterback is, but yeah, you know, they're they're rewarding him in a sense. So I agree with you in that regard. And, yeah. and then and then not only that, when he gets cut, he puts out a tweet saying that it was the best day of his life and turns out he was right. Because look at him. Now now he's not playing for the you know, the Giants who after, you know, there's two more weeks left of football, after that he they're going home. They're, that's it. There's no chance of a Super Bowl for them. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of double standards and everything in life you know and in this case i feel like it was a tweet and it wasn't like he was got on the podium at at giants headquarters and was like screw all you r words and stuff you know (laughs) i hate you guys yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i no, i'm with you i'm with you but i'm gonna stick to my stance that he should at least acknowledge some wrongdoing and at least say something to the effect of I'll make an effort not to not saying I'm never going to say the word again, because like I said, I was a special education teacher for seven years. I had students that were mentally retarded and there's times where it slips and I say it and I feel bad about it. But, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Like, you know, next time I'm going to I'll work harder not to say it. Um, I don't know. 
it's, yeah. a, it's a weird situation, I guess. It's but. a gray area because if I'm being honest with you, if I said it and the person, if I said it to someone and that person, I would never say it to a stranger, first of all. But if I'm with my best friend or even my brother and I want to bust his balls a little bit and call him that in a situation <laughs> where I felt like he did something kind of odd and, and stupid, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to feel too bad about it, guys. Like, that's just me being real, though. This is CT. I keep it real. You hear that sound? That's that's a whole bunch of politically correct listeners turning off <laughs> the podcast. Hey. Hey man, that's why there's you and there's me, man. Yeah. We we're covering all bases here. <laughs> all right. Let's move <laughs> Let's move on to Major League Baseball. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, the Welcome to the Show is podcast is also powered by WTTSpod.com. That's the home of our podcast, home of the Hotheads podcast, home of the Hard Knicks Life podcast. You can also find opinion pieces ranging from you know, top 10 horror movies that you should check out to, you know, analytics pieces on baseball, whole wide range of stuff. Make sure you check it out. WTTSpod.com. Sete. Yes. Let's talk about baseball. Let's do it. So we have a list of stuff here that went on this week because this week was insane in MLB. But I have a quick question for you. I don't know if you've noticed this on social media at all, but I'm seeing a lot of activity in DR this 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 winter with uh with la liga dominicana um last week they had like some sort of home run derby and there was a few mlb players involved there was a softball game in which luis severino showed that he's a fucking monster at the plate he hit a bomb with a fucking softball um yesterday there was there was a several times that i've seen vlad jr take bp yesterday vlad senior and vlad jr uh, picked up a bat and swung some 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 balls, which is pretty cool. And my question is, do you find this kind of odd that MLB is letting these guys kind of go down there and just go crazy? I feel like I haven't seen this before. Yeah, I do find it kind of odd because I feel like people are getting injured more than ever. Yeah. Right? And so much money that these guys are getting paid. So I do find it kind of odd. It's like kind of like you got to protect your, your investments. Yes. Oh, that's so, it? That's all you got? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say. I've only seen a couple of clips, so if I'm being honest with you, I, you know. Yeah, well, I'm kind of especially someone like Luisa. Look, I, I know how strict the Yankees are with their players participating in extracurricular shit. Like Aaron Judge, after he won the home run derby that first season, he's not going to do it again. Um, and to see Luis Severino, who was who just spent pretty much an entire season on the IL, go down there and swing a bat violently, a softball bat. Um, I was kind of surprised by that. Um, now, is, is there a chance? That, is there a chance that they didn't know that these guys would be down there? I mean, technically, is Luis Severino not allowed to go down to like his local, you know, park and swing a bat? You know, like, did, is there a chance that Luis Severino didn't know that he'd be filmed? I don't know. I don't think there's a because ch- what? What if he gets hurt? What is he gonna say? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. There's probably there's a good there's a good chance that the Yankees don't want Luis Severino doing that. But is there a chance that he just did did it on his own and he didn't realize he'd be on Instagram? Like, if he did, he's a moron. He's a moron yeah. of the of the you know equivalent to someone like Yoenis Cespedes. That's how much of a yeah. moron he would be if he didn't say something. Went down there where you know a whole bunch of people are recording this shit. 
No, yeah. You know, no offense to my fellow Dominicans, but we're worse than fucking. When it comes to recording shit, we're worse than anybody. Teenagers, like, teenagers at a concert. They record everything. Every you go to a funeral, there's somebody recording. You go to yeah, it's ridiculous. They record everything. Um, so, you know, he's a moron, and and whatever. I, I'm I'm okay with it because I think that's I think it's cool to see that they're going back to their country. And they're excited to be in these events, and I think that's really cool. I think the baseball should allow it, mm-hmm. um, but I just found it really surprising to see. Yeah. Um, while we're on the Juana Cespedes situation, um, the Mets and Juana Cespedes have agreed to significantly cut his pay for the 2020 season. And I, when I saw this on Twitter, I, the first thing that came to my mind was A-Rod. They had a deal in place, the Rangers and the Red Sox, to trade A-Rod to Boston, but it was going to involve restructuring his contract. MLBPA completely um, blocked it. They wouldn't allow it to happen. They wouldn't allow a restructuring of the of the deal. So when I saw that, that this went through, you knew something crazy had happened. And I'm not sure if you know the details about this, CT, but I'm going to break don't. it down even if you don't. So Okay. What happened, what, what happened was... I think it was in 2018, Cespedes came back after like a one or two month stint on the DL at the time to play one game against the Yankees. He hit a home run, had a pretty good game, and then he went back on the IL. That was the last time he ever played again. And he had two surgeries, two heel surgeries, one on his right heel, one on his left. The first one took place like in July. The second one took place around October. And at the time, they believed he probably could return at some point during the 2019 season, but they weren't sure when. Then sometime around May, it was reported that Ioannis Cespedes got hurt in his ranch and he broke an ankle or some shit. And yeah. um, Cespedes claimed that he had stepped on a hole. And I remember listening to this on New York Sports Talk Radio and reading about it, and nobody believed a word that he was saying. Apparently, the New York Mets didn't believe him either because they didn't pay him for the entirety of 2019 because they wanted to investigate what actually happened. Um, and it turns out that in their investigation, they found that he wasn't telling the truth. They didn't say what actually happened, but whatever actually happened screwed him to the tune of almost $19 million because MLBPA, MLB, the Mets, and Ioannis Cespedes all agreed that he should take a pay cut of $19 million for the 2020 season. Um, wow. Now... The good news for Cespedes is that he can make up that money in incentives. Again, they didn't lay out what kind of incentives, what he has to do. But apparently there's a whole bunch of incentives on his on his current deal now that they restructured where he can make back that $19 million. So basically the Mets are going to get, if he's a fully healthy player in 2020, they're going to get a player who's going to be busting his ass to try to make up for that money that he fucking threw away in his ranch in May like a moron. <laughs> Well how, m- <laughs> well, how much money is he still owed? So he was owed like $29 million for 2020, and I think he was going to be a free agent after that. His deal now is, according to Jeff Passan, is significantly less than, it's like, it's like $10 million or something like that. Yeah, that's still, still, hefty, I mean, still hefty amount of change for a guy a, like Cespedes. It's a nice chunk of change, but imagine you're, you're owed 29. Not only that, CT, they, they cut his pay for last season, too. They didn't pay him for all of 2019 because of this. Oh. And they significantly cut that pay, too. I don't know what that was. So imagine you got yourself this fucking sweetheart deal, and you're sitting pretty at home, and you're collecting these checks, well, or, or not, or whatever. 
and you do something stupid and now you just lost all that money. You're still rich as fuck. But yeah. I, I would feel like a moron to lose at least $19 million because I, I was a freaking idiot. Yeah, you're right. And I'm going to try I'm, I'm going to try to regain some respect in this league. I hope. I mean, that's why that's what I'm saying. I don't know I don't think a guy like Cespedes cares about respect. I mean, he the fact that he put himself in this position in the first place. I I wish I knew what it was cuz then that would help me determine more or less like, you know, was this a, was this a dumb thing or was this just like an a, a freak freakish accident? That's true because you know? maybe he was hiding it because it was something stupid. Maybe uh like an American pie situation. <laughs> like he got, a, he, he got an apple pie stuck in his dick, something like that. I was talking about the one where, well, he just got his parents ran into him doing that. But but in terms of injury, the uh-huh. one where he had like the, the, the glue, he super glued his, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. his hand to, to his penis. I hope that's not what he did. Man. Imagine. <laughs> future, future replay topic, by the way, American pie trilogy. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a good one. I'm down. Um, so yeah, Cespedes, you fucking suck. Oh, <laughs> only the Mets, man, right? Like this shit doesn't happen to other franchises. I've never heard of something like this before. Yeah, that someone's pay actually got like you know. I mean, they look at look at Ellsbury. I mean, whatever happened to Ellsbury? Actually, like, did they ever win that case where they're not gonna pay him back? I think it's ongoing. Whatever. I don't think there's any resolution. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I'd be surprised. It'd be fucking nice though if we didn't have to pay his ass. Bastard. Yeah, man. I mean, sucks, man. All, all, all the money that you've had to put down on, on Ellsbury. Yeah, man. You, he, 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 you the fan? <laughs> he was a secret agent working on behalf of the Boston Red Sox. Uh, uh, all right. More news out of MLBCT. Corey Kluber was traded to the Texas Rangers for Delino DeShields and Emmanuel Clace, who throws 101.1 miles an hour, apparently. There's a video of that on Twitter. If you wow. Guys can check that out. But what is it? Yeah. Does that does that mean any does that mean anything to you anymore? You know the three digits. Hell no. Um, yeah. What, feel like Tommy John's on the way. What is? Yeah, I know. What is surprising <laughs> about this is that apparently the in the Angels offered offered the Indians a lot more than Texas did, but I guess the Indians must really like this Emmanuel Clay guy because they ended up going with the with the Indians deal. I mean with the yeah. with the Rangers deal. But I mean, a guy who throws one on one point one is that really a starter? Is he a starter? He's or is he a reliever? I don't know enough about this guy. Me neither. Um, I first time I'm hearing of him, um, but just seems like guys that throw a hundred and plus, you know, they're headed down that injury path. Is the way I look at it. So he he actually played in the majors last year. He he played. He appeared in twenty one games. Uh, two, three, one ERA struck out twenty one batters in twenty three innings. Wow, pretty pretty impressive. Not bad, not bad. Pretty good, pretty good. I mean, but at this, oh, he's Dominican, Rio San Juan, Dominican Republic. All right, I like you now. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> he, I don't know, man. He, he a guy who throws one on one point one. I'm assuming he's probably a relief pitcher. I don't think that's I don't think that's enough for a guy like Corey Kluber. But at the same time. Kluber is 34 years old, and he's coming off of injuries last year. So, looks like he's a relief pitcher in 21 games, 23 innings. Yep, yep. Just said the same. Just said the same thing, CT. Um, yeah, no, you would. You still ask, you know, is he a relief pitcher or starter? <laughs> I'm just confirming that he might just. He, he is a relief pitcher because he. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man. He only threw 23 innings in 21 games. Back to you. Oh, he had one start. Maybe he was an opener. Maybe. 
opener, man. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. In other news, Madison Bumgarner signs with the D-backs. Five years, $85 million. Um, what surprised me about this deal is that he got $17 million per year. To me, that's right. kind of low for Matt Bum. I think so, too, especially when Zach Wheeler got 25 a and, year. And Cole Hamels got one, got 18 mil for one. I mean, I know it's only one year, but it's $18 million. For this season, they're saying Cole Hamels is valued more, is is a more valuable pitcher than the Madison Bumgarner. And I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I just said that. Nah, but I, I mean, twice. Cole Ham, yeah, Cole Hamels has a really good track record, though. I feel like, you know, he's, I mean, then again, it, in that case, it is the one year versus the five year thing to me. Like, you know, he got one year, so it's like okay to take that type of chance on Cole Hamels. Yeah, Hamels has a good track record, but so does so does Mad Bum. And to yeah, be, to but be I mean, honest, but- um, pound for pound, I think Mad Bum is a better pitcher than Cole Hamels at this at this stage in their career. He's he's younger, yeah, which is- and when he's healthy, he this this is the first season that he's his ERA has been as high as it's been, and. It's it's his first full season since coming off of two years where he's had freakish injuries. Um, yes, I think I think he's worth more. And by the way, Cole Hamels had a really good year this year. His WHIP is one point three nine one. That's not good. Mm. That's pretty crazy. What I'm saying is that Cole Hamels gets the one year more annual because than Bumgarner. He has a good track record, makes sense. But yeah. Bumgarner does get the five year deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But my whole th- my whole comparison is well, how does Zach Wheeler get a better deal? Yeah. Than Madison Bumgarner, you know, young maybe he's not even that young. He's in he 29 too. Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler is 29. Yes, I believe Bumgarner's 30. 30. Okay, so they're one year apart, and and yeah, Bumgarner has a track record. Zach Wheeler doesn't. So. At some point, so, at some point, your past has to come into play. Yeah, and that, that, just look at it's, it's. It was read that the Nationals were gonna use, were gonna go for Bumgarner if Strats didn't come back. Yeah. Then what does what does that tell you that Bumgarner's that good of a pitcher that he's Plan B behind a guy like Strasburg, who's one of the best pitchers in the game? Like, yeah, and they, I I would imagine that the Nats would have given him a lot more money too. Oh yeah, definitely. They they love pitching over there. It almost feels like the the two top guys in Strasburg and Garrett Cole came off the market, and then the market for pitching died because Dallas Keuchel's still sitting out there too, and so is Ryu. So I mean, fuck's going on, people. This this off season is insane because there's been a lot of action, but there's also a lot mm-hmm. of really good players out there that haven't been signed. You still have Donaldson, Ryu, Keuchel, Castellanos, Osuna. They're still hanging out there. Yeah. Um. Really wacky. And the other thing, too, is that the Cali-based teams were interested in Mad Bum, too, but apparently they would have had to offer him $100 million in order to match um, what he would have gotten in Texas, af- you know, after taxes. And it, um, Okay, let me see if I can... I'm going to just read what I wrote because it makes more sense that way. Cali-based mm-hmm. teams would have needed to offer him $100 million to match net after tax of $85 million from the D-backs. So... You get taxed so much more in Cali that in order to match what he would have gotten after taxes in Texas, he they would have had to have offered him a hundred million dollars. Which, by the way, but I'm okay with. That's not that's that's still to me that's still not enough for someone like Mad Bum. Yeah, not only is that okay, but also what is he making after taxes from the eighty five mil? Well, in, in Texas, there's no state tax. There's no state tax, so he's only paying federal taxes. Wow. On that. Wow. Yep. Texas, man. Texas, Florida, um, some other states. 
Damn. Yep. PA has the flat tax. I know that. Okay. I see, um, I see where you live out there. Where? Nah, nah, dog. Still, get, we still pay a lot of taxes. <laughs> in, in other news, Anthony Rendon signs with the Angels seven years, two hundred and forty-five million dollars. He gets the same deal that his teammate, ex-teammate Strasburg, got. What do you think about uh, nice. that deal? Worth it, man. Anthony Rendon is my guy. I love Anthony Rendon. I should have won the MVP. If I'm being honest. I agree, and I feel like he's he's been an, an underappreciated player up until this season, and he's still pretty understated. Like I feel like he's in a good place because Mike Trout is understated too. It's like that that team yeah. is just filled with players that do not want the spotlight, but yeah, but are and good. He's 29. Yeah. Um. So I'm good with that. What he said was that the Dodgers were interested in him, but he didn't want to go to that organization because of the Hollywood lifestyle. Damn. Wow. How you like that map? Isn't that, what can't you still live the Hollywood lifestyle in, in Anaheim a little bit? I mean you were there. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an hour and a half drive. I I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean a lot of celebrities go to Dodgers games and shit. You don't see that in Anaheim Stadium, do you? I don't know. I don't know, but don't tell me you can't live you know, don't tell me the Hollywood lifestyle and then you're you sign with the team like across i don't know how cali is structured but you know it's still cali it's still it's not that far from yeah the dodgers and by the way you have a better chance to win with the dodgers they're they're ready made you just make that team better yes you make the you make the angels better but i'm not sure that they're a playoff contender yet man angels are my sleeper team i know we're not doing that yet but they're my sleeper team and it's not it's only December. Okay, but what's what's their rotation? Who who are their pitchers? I have no idea. I just have a feeling. All right, I'm a guy that okay. drafts fantasy baseball teams off feelings, and I also make baseball predictions off feelings. I'll tell you what the the AL West is going to be interesting because I think the Rangers are going to be better and the Angels are going to be better, but I'm not sure that the I'm not sure that either of them are better than the Astros yet. Well, yeah, I mean, we still got to see what this Astros penalty is going to look like, if if it's going to be anything at all in 20, 2020. Damn, man, that would have been the best segue into the next topic. But I do have one more L.A. question for you, CT. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dodgers have – so they've struck out so far in, in free agency. They haven't gotten anybody that they've wanted. What do you think is going on in, in Dodger land? Um, that's interesting – why people wouldn't want to go play for the Dodgers. I feel like that's the West Coast Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. Do you would think? You, would you agree? I agree. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that they've kind of been disappointing in the postseason over the last few years? They're like, they're like um, no, the Bills of the MLB, if you will. I wouldn't say that because, I mean, that's what the Nationals were, kind of, less than that, before they won it this year, and they were able to land Patrick Corbin, right? Um, maybe it's because maybe they, he said, going back to what you said before, Anthony Rizzo said, but what we heard about how the organization is, Mm -hmm. maybe there is something, maybe there's something more to that. I just, I don't feel like someone like Clayton Kershaw is Hollywood. So I don't buy that. You know what I mean? That's true. I feel like Clayton Kershaw I feel like a place like the Dodgers is good for a player that wants to hide because it is a big organization and the stadium is is sold out every day pretty much. But you like New York City, 
you can hide. It's easy to hide in places where it's so it's so overly populated. And um, I don't I think, know. I think so. I mean, in New York City, celebrities just walk around. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody's bothering you. No, but I mean, you're you're still in the spotlight. Like people still know where to find you. I think the spotlight. I think what what comes into play in places like this is that there's a lot more pressure. Now, to me, that's something different. There's more. Pr- maybe there's, that's maybe that's what it is then. Yeah, pressure. But I I still think there's pressure signing a humongous contract <laughs> you know i don't think i don't think with the angels there's going to be that much pressure because what are the expectations for the angels this season i think if to they make the postseason the playoffs yeah and if they make the postseason i think that's a success story in and of itself what because, what i'm saying is is that if you go to the team like the dodgers it's a shared pressure that you're the dodgers you have to go win a title or win a championship whatever but when you sign a gigantic contract for like a no-name team not not that the angels are a no-name team but if you're like Manny Machado and you signed that enormous contract, now it's like an, an individual pressure that you have to compete against, kind of, maybe. Okay, man. Possibly. Thanks for shutting me down, man. Thanks. I, I don't know, man. You, hey, what do you think is going on in Dodger I'm, Nation? I'm, think, I'm thinking about somebody like A-Rod. Like, A-Rod came to the, Yan- yes, came to the Let's Yankees. Let's talk about A-Rod, please. <laughs> yeah. Came to the Yankees where you would think, um, okay, now I'm defeating myself. Yeah, where the pressure He's, got. I feel like the pressure for a long time got to him, and it, I know it was magnified at. because he played for a large organization. Had he stayed with the Rangers, he would have been discussed, and he was also the highest paid player in in sports. I don't know, so it's not a good comparison. I just feel like if Rendon goes to the Angels and he's not that good, maybe he doesn't live up to the contract. People are going to talk about it, but he can kind of hide a little bit. If he goes to the Dodgers, they're going to say, "Oh." And they don't make the World Series, or or they don't make it to the NLCS or something. They're gonna they're gonna pinpoint Rendon. He's the highest paid player. Why aren't Why didn't you help us get there? It's your fault. A Rod. Talking about if he if he went to the Dodgers. To the Dodgers. I'm I'm sorry, guys. It's been a long day, guys. Hey man, I know where you're getting at. I do think A Rod's the greatest of all time, and I do think he belongs in in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's not not at all what I was getting at. <laughs> But listen, just to just to say that real quick. See, I think when A-Rod was on the Yankees, he did catch a lot of the flack because he was both the highest paid and the most popular on the one of the most popular teams. But at the end of the day, you had guys like Jeter and Mo there to kind of be like, you know, we're yes. we're this illustrious organization. We're going to get by. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I feel like on the on the Rangers, it would have just been A-Rod, you know, fending off the the critics by mm-hmm. himself. You know? Well, with the Angels, he has he has Mike Trout to hide behind too. Yeah, but Mike Trout is also it's 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 a it's honestly it's a complex it's a different situation. It's just different. Everything's different. All right, all right, fine. I see the Angels going to the playoffs, man. All right, okay. Can't wait for that episode. Okay. So the Astros admit sign stealing, but they deny installing the center field cameras. Initially, my first thought when reading a headline, which I think is what most, I'm going to say 90% of people do, is that they see a headline on an article and that's it. They make a snap judgment. They don't go into it and read it. I did that for a while. And then in preparation for the story, for the show, I read it. And now I have a different feeling in a way. So they admitted. I did not read it. So, yeah, they admitted to sign stealing. But they're saying they did they didn't install the center field cameras for the purpose of sign stealing. That they got permission from MLB to install the cameras for scouting purposes. 
and they felt that other people other people did the same thing, but they were using it to sign steal. Therefore, they decided to do the same thing. Um, hmm. Now, I need to know: Is it true that they got MLB approval to install that camera? Is it true that other teams have cameras set up the same way the Astros do? And is it true that other teams steal signs like the Astros do? Um, and so I don't have those answers for now. I think the Astros are, you know, they're fucked. Lou now or Hinch, they're going to get in, in deep shit. But if yeah, we get the answer to those questions and they're affirmative, then those guys shouldn't be in deep shit because they're playing on a level playing field. I agree. And... I also don't think that other teams are doing it because I think we would have heard something by now. I can't imagine that Mike Fires was it Mike Fires? Yeah. I can't imagine he's the only one that decided to snitch on this whole thing. No, nah, there were more. You know, out of the yeah, out of, yeah, there were more guys, and it seems like they were only focused on the Astros. So I don't know if there's other teams doing it, but I think that if MLB knew, if if MLB gave the okay, the okay for them to do that, then that makes them look really, really bad. And I also think that if a team were to ever do this, then I think everyone should know. It should be like a public statement like, hey, by the way, the Astros will be putting these cameras in center field. You know, Mm -hmm. I agree. (coughs) Even like I'm talking about even us as the fans, like even the public, Mm -hmm. we should know that the Astros did that. And the thing, too, is their hitters were far and away so much better than the rest of baseball. Maybe not so much in the regular season, but in the postseason that I kind of don't buy it. And and yeah. a lot of teams are so upset with the Astros that I would I would almost be more disappointed in those teams if they were doing the same thing. Like if the Yankees are doing the same thing in Yankee Stadium and they were bitching the way they were bitching against the Astros this postseason, I think I would be more pissed off at the Yankees. Me too, yeah. Because I'd be like, "What? Well, you're such a I'd... fucking hypocrite. Why are you making such a big deal about this if you're doing the same thing? Same thing with the Rays because they, they were complaining too. Um, yeah, and... Yeah. And you, real quick, you know, you know what I keep replaying in my brain? When Aaron Judge hit that home run, I think, in game two, and as he was, like, rounding first, he kind of turned to the Astros dugout, like, fuck yeah, like, all this shit. Yeah. And then he went into the dugout, and he whispered something into Brett Gardner's, like, face or someone's face. He, You know, Judge is gigantic, so him, like, bending over to whisper, <laughs> I don't know. He said something, and he looked, like, he looked right into the camera, and he said, like, uh, he, like, whispered something about something. It just looked very, like, oh, like, now, now knowing what I know now, it looks like maybe he suspected that they were sign stealing. Hmm. So he wanted to put it into their head that he knows he got a tip or something. Hmm. Um, but also now maybe it's more, it was more it's deeper than that. Maybe. I don't know. So I guess the point that I'm trying to make is I don't think that teams would be so bold to publicly, you know, out another team and accuse them. Um, if they, you know, if, if they were doing the same thing. So in other words, I do think that the Astros are guilty of something here. And I think that they're going to get in a lot of trouble and I think it's justified. But what this, what this article makes me wonder now is, 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 are there others? Are there other teams doing that? And I think that baseball should for sure handle this situation and punish the Astros appropriately, but they need to expand their investigation. Maybe they are, I don't know and find out if other teams are doing it. And if they are, and, and you know, this is something that's league-wide, then fucking just make it a rule. Okay, you can have a camera, you can sign steal. Fuck it. Like, what the hell? Uh, I'd, I'd rather that they don't make this, like, you know, <laughs> I'd rather that they I, don't do this. I hope that this, because this is going to be the next steroid scandal. Everybody's doing it. It's fucking annoying, man. Yeah, but you know what? Let them do it, but then teams just switch your signs up. 
have some crazy, you know, make it make it really complex. I don't know. But I would not be surprised if other teams are doing this. I wouldn't be surprised if they up to five other teams are doing this. You know, I hope not, man. It would really suck if the top teams that did this were have been the top teams in the last, you know, 10 years, like Dodgers, Astros, Red Sox, Yankees. Like that would really suck. But it is what it is, man. If you can go back in time, if you can go back in time and erase the memory of you finding out that steroids were like a thing, like if you could wipe that off of of the sport, would you? Not wipe off that they did it, wipe mm, off that people found out that they stole signs. No, 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 steroids, steroids. No, man. I see. To me, steroids. I I brought it up, so it's my fault. But to me, steroids is a completely different issue. Like, yeah, I'm okay. To be honest with you, I don't give a shit if players use steroids. Damn. To be honest with you legalize the shit i think that athletes should use damn i think athletes should use steroids i'm gonna put it that way but it shouldn't be it shouldn't be something that's not monitored or done responsibly i think that every team has a team doctor i think that doctor should be responsible to prescribe something that maybe helps a player recover because there are a lot of injuries in the game man and the shit the, the thing with this is that it helps you recover faster and mm-hmm. it keeps you in shape. So what the fuck? If you do it properly, responsibly, why not? So long as everybody has the same opportunities. Yeah. And it's all open. Just me. Just me, though. All right. You know what I'm saying? Last story I got is that the Yankees are discussing a trade with the Cubs for Kyle Schwarber. As a Yankees fan... I wouldn't if we got Schwarber, it wouldn't move me in any way, shape, or I wouldn't get more excited, or I'd be just the same as I am today. I I don't think he's maybe this is a hot take. I don't know, but I don't think he's all that special personally. Oh, um, so and the plan is if they get him, that he would play left field while Hicks is recovering. Uh, Gardner would play center, and Giancarlo Stanton would be an everyday DH. But like I said. I don't give a fuck, man. Kyle Schwarber sucks. Just don't give up too much for him. That's all. Yeah, let's see. Kyle Schwarber, 26, will be probably 27 by the time next season starts. And 38 home runs last year. I know he got off to a slow start because I drafted him and he was ass. So I had to drop him. 38 home runs, 92 RBIs, 531 slugging. But he doesn't get on base that much. I don't think the Yankees care about that. I think all the Yankees care about is the HR total. Home runs. Yeah. Okay, he doesn't um, suck, and they, and they can't, and and they can't, and they can't get enough of it, man. Yeah, but okay, okay, he doesn't suck, but they the the Yankees just cannot get enough of the home run ball, man. That's, they just can't. That's fine. With the thirty eight home runs last year and the five thirty one slugging, you had the juice baseballs. You had Brett Gardner hit twenty eight home runs last year, more than more than Aaron Judge. So, but I just the he's a lefty. Home, yeah. He's a lefty batting for that for the in Yankee Stadium. I think that I think that counts for something. I think he would have he would have hit more home runs in Yankee Stadium. All right, That's man, all I'm saying. You're right, man. I'm excited all of a sudden. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the Yankees give up like, you know, their best prospect for him, man. That's what I don't want. I don't think he's worth it for your best prospect because he is under control, but I think he's a free agent 2022. So you have him under control for 2020 and 2021. Two more years. Okay. Wow. I'm ex- I'm excited. but the the surprising part of the story is that epstein theo epstein said that change is necessary oh sorry change is not always easy but it is necessary there are no untouchables so basically he's saying everyone is on the table 
Um, Damn. Which is kind of fucking crazy. Because every team has at least one untouchable. You would think Javi Baez is an untouchable. Uh, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, he's uh, he knows what he's doing, man. He's my boy Epstein. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Such a whore. Now you gave up on High and Bloom. You like Theo Epstein again? I, have seen, I haven't seen High and Bloom do anything. So, why, why would I just rank him in the same breath as Theo Epstein? Like, wh- why would I do that? You really think, uh, what's his face, Mookie is going to get traded, man? During the season, not before the season. Okay. I thought I thought it would happen. I thought it would have happened um, during the already the winter meetings. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. I think people just don't want to take a chance on a guy that's a, he's a rental, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be more of a thing. It's like, hey, like now that it's the season's playing out, and you clearly need this outfielder. Now we have some more leverage. Now give me, you know, that extra, you know, give me those extra prospects I was asking for maybe. I don't know. Okay. And the other thing is, in terms of trades, now that Corey Kluber has been traded to the Texas Rangers, the Indians saved $17 million, which they think should be enough to pay Francisco Lindor in arbitration. But he was on the block, and it sounds like the Dodgers are still in on Francisco Lindor. Do you think Hmm. that Lindor gets traded? Yay or nay? Should the, should the fucking Indians just blow it up and just? Yay! All right, I'm I'm a yay, yay too. I think they should blow. I don't know if they blow will. it up. Yay! Blow it up. Yay! And I think Josh Donaldson goes to the goes to the Rangers. Man, damn man, that would. Ooh, just got hot. He will. He hit like 50 home runs in that stadium. Yeah, man. Wow. Take on my shirt. I agree. Real quick. Um. <laughs> All right, that's your and that's your MLB news. Unless you have something else you want to bring up. Uh, no, I think we covered pretty much everything. I'm pretty sure this episode will drop and a bombshell will hit tonight. <laughs> yeah, like last week. What happened last week? We we dropped the episode. We, Anthony Rendon signs. Rendon, yeah. There you go. <laughs> NBA. We're not going to talk about the NBA because there's nothing going on. So fuck the NBA. Um, yeah, you could listen to the Hard Knicks Life podcast for NBA news. Um, yeah. Let's move on to some pop culture shit. CT, real quick. But before we do, Sete, the Welcome to the Show podcast is available on all podcasting platforms. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. And when you rate, make sure it's five stars. If not, go fuck yourself. All right. (laughs) (laughs) With pop culture. So things are getting a little hot and heavy on Facebook, on our Facebook page. Um, I posted a article that I had written on WTTSpod.com about... The next Bond, James Bond, by the way, the next 007. Mm -hmm. And in the article, I talked about how Daniel Craig is going to retire the role. Have you seen any of his movies as as James Bond, CT? Yes, but I think the last one I watched, you ever watched uh, No Country for Old Men? Hell yeah. Movie was great. Okay. The the bad guy in that. What's what's his name? That's Skyfall. That was uh, Javier Bardem. Skyfall was the last one I watched. Did you like it? Kind of, yeah. I, I mean, I thought the way they they killed off the the woman lead was kind of random. Mm, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about, man. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of random, but I did like. I I always like those movies, yeah. so yeah, kind of. To me, right. to me, Sky, <laughs> to me, Skyfall is the the best Bond movie of all time. But that's just me um really i think so yeah casino was royale that, was, was really good too i think daniel craig is the best bond 
Really? I do, man. He he's... is the most. He is the most like badass. Like I don't. I, I don't care how I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. Type of bond that I've ever seen. But was Skyfall the last one? And also, yeah, I agree. Casino. Casino. Royale. Wow. Casino Royale was good. I did. I. I think I like that one more than Skyfall. <laughs> After Skyfall, there was Spectre, which kind of sucked. I didn't like that one. Um, I need to watch that. But the next one coming out is called No No Time to Die, I think it's called. And it's going to be his last okay. movie as James Bond. So people are starting to talk about who should the next James Bond be. Should we go the traditional route or should we maybe find an African-American double O? And a lot of people have thrown out Idris Alba's name, who I think would be awesome in the role. And other people have thrown out an idea of maybe bringing up a female 007. And on this fa- this Facebook post, it's gone freaking bananas. A lot of people took exception that I actually wrote a piece trying to find who the next female 007 could potentially be. And I wasn't saying that this is what they should do. I was just saying these are five people that if, if they do this, these would be good options. Um, so I wanted to ask you, CT, are you a sexist or not? Just kidding. Um <laughs> <laughs> do do you find like the like I never I, I never said should the next should the next bond be a female I just said these are five people that could be female James uh, not James Bonds female 007s like do you have a problem with redoing this movie as a female lead actress and if you say no I'm not I don't think that you're a sexist or anything you might just think this role just belongs to a man like that's it that this that's what bond is what's your um, what's your opinion this is my opinion at the very bottom line I don't care who plays this role they've done this movie so many times yeah there's like 27 already. of these yeah that I really don't care who does it but if I had to choose I'd prefer that it remains a man Preferably an Englishman with a heavy English accent. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they should bring back uh mother or whatever the you know the the head ladies is. What's her what do they call her? She gone, bro. She gone. <laughs> yeah, I know she died. She died in Skyfall, but I think they should just bring her back, man. Like the, the same way they used to have the same Alfred in all the Batman movies, yeah, man. Yeah. They gotta I, I know that guy probably passed away, and I'm sorry if I don't know that. But um yeah, um I think it should just remain the Englishman special agent, you know. From England, from New England, England. So okay, so all right, and I, and okay, and and I'm gonna take a stance ahead, though. They, sh- they should not bring back M. That would be some like that's just gonna fuck it up. Like oh look, M is back. No, she no. just came back from the dead. But isn't isn't she a different M in every? Is she the same M throughout the whole thing? Do we do they ever kind of hit a reset button? Like this is like a different timeline. So the, so all 007 movies exist in the same world, but there's no timeline to it. That's why the Bond character changes here and there. There's a theory, there's a conspiracy theory out there that these are all so some people believe different some people believe that 007 James Bond is one person and it's just that they're changing the actors because clearly fucking Sean Connery can't be 007 anymore. Other people yeah. believe that um the secret it's agency, just a code name yeah that, that's a code name and these are different people um yeah so i don't know you know what people i don't, I, I i tend to think that this is just the same story and someone different is playing the same character same thing with m it's it's same story just somebody different is playing this character but you so you're saying that m is she's m 
but she's not the same M from you know from the other James Bond's movie because they you, you kind of you kind of in the first James Bond movie with Daniel Craig you kind of see him for the first time and he's he becomes 007 right mm-hmm. and she's M correct but wait in in I don't want to make it about this but in <laughs> Skyfall the the agent that was he's the guy he's the bad guy in a in a No Country for Old Men he was the original he was a double O seven agent he was double seven according was he to, a different double o according to that s- series he's another double o not another double o seven okay all right cool 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 he was yeah, an m16 okay. agent another double o which i believe double o is it depends on like how many people you kill or some shit like that i don't know what it is like i don't know i'm not mm. that big of an expert but um yeah i i'm okay so i'm okay with somebody taking a franchise blowing it up and just Trying to start different. If you want to make it a female character, by all means. If you want to make it a male character, by all means. 007 does not have to be male, female, black, white. It doesn't matter, in my opinion. Um, an example that I threw out there on that Facebook post, which nobody responded, which to me speaks volumes. But when in the Bourne series with Matt Damon, when they decided to make Jeremy Renner the head of the series for just one movie it was briefly i think they were going to try it out see how it went nobody made fucking a big deal about it. nobody cared the movie came out and it sucked and that's it we move on from it so why let's just try well, that with this and if it sucks we go well, because back, we go back to the drawing board i never watched that born spinoff and i don't know what it's called and i also don't know if it was good or not because i didn't watch it i think <laughs> i already said that so sorry for repeating myself but yeah. In that movie, even in the trailer, they showed Matt Damon's face. They acknowledged that that is Jason Bourne mm-hmm. and that this guy is like an extension of that, you know, God, what was the name? Uh, Tread, Treadstone, right? Yeah, Treadstone. Good movie, man. God so, damn. So that I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. But you want to know what I'm not okay with, Manny? Mm. You want to know what pisses me off? Let me hear it. What pisses me off is when they take something original, right? Yeah. And then they just try to insert a new version of it and in this case it's women like the ghostbusters movie all right you want to make a girl ghostbusters version make it but did you have to get the one black person the one comedian and then the nerdy <laughs> one and then like did you have to try to recreate the exact same ghostbusters except that now the you know there's vaginas instead of penises because that's what i don't like man i don't like it and i don't have to like it i'm not a sexist i don't care at the end of the day i still don't care right i didn't even watch the new ghostbusters movies but i heard it sucked it wasn't great, right no, i saw it I was so and excited in, about it, and it wasn't good. And in this case, in this case, there are plenty of female spy movies or spies that they can make a movie off. Salt with Angelina Jolene was a good-ass fucking movie. Uh, to be honest with you, I watched it a long time ago. I don't know if it still stands today as a good movie, but I consider that a good movie. Atomic right? Blonde was a good one, man. You should check that out. Nobody nobody complains about... Uh, I'm pretty sure it is a good movie. Nobody complains about Wonder Woman. Nobody's going to complain about other female lead movies that are originally female leads. Like, I don't think they just, they can, like, make her 006, make her 008. But you got to make her James Bond. You got to, like, make it no, seem no, no. like, ah, like, she's not gonna everything be, you saw. She, she's not going to be, like, Jane Bond or some shit like that. But she can be a 007. Why not, man? Sure, make her a 007, but can we acknowledge that she's not James Bond, that James Bond is like this <laughs> historical figure in your, you know, he has the kill count of a thousand at this point. And that the, and you know, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm cool with if it's going to end up being a girl, whatever, but I just, I'm upset that 
it's like everything is everything is unoriginal and also like it has to be now let's make it like an african-american role which i that i actually don't have a problem with if they have to make james bond the male african-american actor he just has to be english okay so you're just full-on um you're just full-on sexist not racist gotcha yeah hey man if you want to call me sexist for that <laughs> no, no honestly right. man that's that's my that's my biggest problem with hollywood that they're not trying to make it like you know this new thing it's just they're gonna feed you the same thing except we're gonna put a girl in it that to me doesn't it doesn't work because mm. there's a reason not not a reason why it was originally a man or not i just like i said there's a plenty original female roles that they can remake that nobody's remaking but it's it's when they try to remake it pretty much they're gonna use the same formula just switch out that it's a girl instead of a guy you okay know? so so what if the next movie just picks up where this gets left off there's no remake or anything like that and whoever the next m is which there actually is one i can't remember it's a guy though um can't remember what his name is ralph fines in real life i can't remember what his name is in the movie he just says okay you're the next 007 and then we kick off killing spree kills motherfuckers doesn't drink the martini stirred drinks it shaken instead still have a problem with that if and it's she's a woman. drinking if yeah okay see there you, you just said it right there if the movie starts where that left off and she goes up to the bar and she's like let me get a martini but this time you know not shaken <laughs> it's like all right we get it you're, you're trying to be the james bond like you're one-upping james bond now or whatever i don't i don't know man at the end of the day if it's a good movie it's a good movie but is there is there is there a reason why all these remakes with women are bad like is like can we agree that a majority of these are kind of bad so I, I watched Ghostbusters. This sucked. I, what's the other? Fe- oh, um, Oceans. I didn't see that one. I didn't see the female. I wouldn't Oceans. see that. I guess I don't have a problem with because they're different people. But I heard that movie sucked too. So, <laughs> well, know. all right. And and one of the people that I suggested is Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman is going to be the next Thor. Um, is how do you feel about? But that? see, okay. She's the next Thor. She's already in the Thor movies as her wife, as his wife, right? Yeah, and she, so it's so it's it's according to the comic book, um, she gets sick or some shit. I don't know. She gets something from Asgard, some fucking I don't know what the fuck. But she turns turns out that she can hold the fucking the mallet or whatever that shit is called. So she takes the throne as as Thor. She becomes the next Thor. I'm okay with that because it's it's actually happens in the story. But if you're just inserting a female lead just to, for the sake of like you know we're trying to be uh, all accepting in 2020, then there, that's when I'm like, all right, we could we could you could have just easily made an original new spy. Why not just make an original new spy film? Okay, all right, man, you don't have to yell. At me. Let me let me. You know what? No, nah, let's let's take this one step further. Would you be okay with? Um, would you be okay if they made a movie about Carmen Sandiego, but they decided to use a male a male actor for that? How dare you suggest this? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I wouldn't. I honestly, I wouldn't care, man. What if What if they What if they brought back Wonder Woman in like five years, but it's a man instead of instead of a woman? Wonder Man. <laughs> yeah. What if they, What if they decided to let let a man don the Wonder Woman? Uh, you know. So okay. So so the premise costume. of the whole James Bond story in general is flawed because, according to some people, Ian Fleming, who wrote the books, and and there weren't this many books, so at some point people started taking liberties with the story and making it their own. Um, he based it on someone in the Caribbean 
and a lot of people have believed that it happens to be Porfirio Rubirosa, who's who was married to Trujillo's daughter for a while after you know before becoming a playboy and all this shit. And mm-hmm. I've done a lot of research on it because I I have hopes of writing a screenplay about Rubirosa because his story is really interesting. But there's been there was a lot of killings that weren't solved, and a lot of people believe that he was an assassin. He was a playboy. Wow. He was. I didn't even know that. He interacted with, you know, Frank Sinatra, like all the, you know, the Brat Pack or whatever you call them. He was friends with all those guys. Dominican dude, good looking dude, married to the, you know, banged the richest women in the world and took their money basically and was an assassin for a vicious, you know, government in DR. Um, So a lot of people believe that that's the case, but Fleming turned him into a white British guy who was a part of M16, a secret, you know, like a CIA, but for for Britain or whatever. Um, I'm so, okay with that. Okay, I'm okay. You want, but this is why I'm okay with it because James Bond became popular as that British, you know, secret agent for the CIA. Nobody knew him as like this guy. If he existed in history, if they made the movies based off this guy and it became popular that way, then I would have a problem if someone brought it back. It's like, oh, by the way, this guy is from England now, and you know this and that, but the the franchise is popular because of this womanizing british double o guy wears suits plays casino to solve crimes and stuff like that <laughs> like that's what it is man. Right, man batman is batman at the end of the day batman is batman because he's like you know it's batman it's bruce wayne but you would have a problem if they made a Batwoman movie. There is a Batwoman, but if they made a Batwoman movie and her parents were assassinated by somebody in the alleyways, yeah, just I, took the if, story if, over. Gotcha. If if I if they made a movie about a woman who was raised as like Tiffany Wayne and her parents <laughs> died and she became the original Batman, Bryce I Wayne. would have a problem with that. But if they have Batwoman who one day dons the the cloak and cloak and uh what do they call it? Uh the dons the cape the cape and crown gotcha. yeah and the cape whatever Crusader. yeah because other people have donned that before like robin has had to step in as batman when bruce wayne fell sick he's had to do that his son Dwayne damon wayne has had to become batman in the place of bruce wayne when he became old eventually there's a, a um a batman beyond that comes into play when things like that happen i'm okay with it but if you're gonna just take a woman and put her in the spot and make her relive the the story that we're sick of hearing already where bruce wayne you know goes down the alleyway and his parents die and she's living through that and she becomes batman then i kind of have a problem because it's like that's not original you just make you're just feeding me uh a woman role already make it make a different woman superhero just make a different one it's simple all right man shit calm down shit (laughs) <laughs> nah, man, I'm, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> All right, it's just really. I'm quick. kidding, guys. At the end of that, at the end of that, I don't care. Really. really? So yeah, check care. out the article on wttspod.com. That was the longest commercial for that article, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick, just because it's so fucking ridiculous, but Nick Cannon has some beef with Eminem, and it's fucking ridiculous. Have you listened to the tracks yet? No, and I'm upset that Eminem is even, you know, taking part in this. Honestly. Well, to me, it's no okay. So I I agree. I'm ups, I'm upset's a strong word, but disappointed that he would even travel down this route again with Mariah Carey. Um, but Nick Cannon has some balls to try to even, you know, make this 
a battle because Eminem will destroy him if he continues. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like when he went after Mariah Carey, I kind of understood it because Mariah Carey herself is one of the greatest singers and artists of all time, right? Mm-hmm. In her own right. So she has some pool. But does anyone take Nick Cannon serious as a as a as a music artist? Nope. So that's why that's why I'm kind of upset that he's even like you know entertaining this. But I don't know, man. It's Eminem. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I haven't heard any of it though. Have you? Like, is it good or does Nick Cannon have some has some flow? So I'm I'm trying to be more active on social media. So I saw that Nick Cannon, R.I.P. Nick Cannon was was trending on Twitter for like three days, and I had to click on it and see what the fuck was going on. And it was this, and I listened to the Nick Cannon track. And it's pretty bad, man. It sounded like the he. It sounded like he. It was a commercial for Wild and Out. Like he invited he invited Eminem to Wild and Out to do a battle with him on their live. Which is again, if Eminem decides to accept that invitation and shows up to Wild and Out and battles Nick Cannon live, Nick Cannon, it'll be like a fucking public, you know, what do you call that? Hanging. Like he'll be he'll get destroyed. You can't battle Eminem. Yeah, I could picture that ending with Nick Cannon like going for the high five at the end, and Eminem just like walking off. Yeah, stage. me too, man. <laughs> right? Because I, I think all Nick Cannon is trying to do is is promote something. Yeah, that's, that's what the it only thing like I can think of. Yeah, same yeah. here. Same here. All right. That's a welcome to the show podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, you can find us on wttspod.com. You can find us on all so all social media platforms. That's true, and you can listen to our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Um, CT, anything else? Nah, man, that's all I got. Just make sure you guys rate and review five stars, por favor. Word. That's it. That's it. Peace. All right. We out. Peace. <laughs>